Laura Gallier writes and speaks on faith, family, and culture. She's addressing pressing social issues like sexuality, mental health, and more. And uh, I'm thrilled to have her here. She's an author. You guys know about her book, The Delusion Novel Series. We've talked about this before, but she's also the founder of the I Am Worthy Mental, Emotional Wellness and Character Building Program for students in schools. This is going to be a great conversation. Laura, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Always a delight. So it's been a while since you've been on the show, and uh, most of my audience is going to remember you for The Delusion and so before we jump into this new project of yours, which I'm super excited about, can you give us a little bit of backstory, kind of who you are? Because you've been writing for a while and speaking into cultural issues for quite some time. And this is really just taking it a different direction. Absolutely. It all started years ago when I had a passion to equip parents to talk about sexual purity, sexual integrity with their kids um, based on my broken background as a young, sexually active teenager then that gave way some years later to the reality that, you know, when we don't believe in the existence of good and evil, that unseen realm, the satanic, demonic realm, our morality is often lacking. We reduce the Bible to a bunch of rules and we don't understand we're actually welcoming the enemy in when we're rebelling, doing these self-defeating things. So the, the platform, if you will, broadened to include that. And that's where the Delusion series came in, which is a young adult novel series about a young man who's high school, is plagued by a suicide epidemic, and he begins to see these unseen forces and try to warn his friends. It's It's been a, an awesome, really neat project. And out of nowhere, there I was just blowing and going, working on those books and working on the movie. We've been working on it for years to get it um, in production and where we want it. And bam, April 9, 2019, all this childhood trauma came exploding into my life. And it was the shock of a lifetime. All of my coping skills that I thought I knew, it wasn't making it go away. The Lord was obviously there for me. He carried me, but there was no quick solution whatsoever. I had to go back and completely let the Lord rebuild my identity on the rock of Jesus Christ. That sounds so cliche, my identity in Christ, but truly I had put my confidence and my worth and things that were not holding up. So in the middle of God healing all this trauma and quite literally driving out fear with his love, that's such a literal verse to me now, um, I gained such a compassion for the mental, emotional struggle. Here I'd written, here I'd written these books on, uh, you know, how suicide is the epitome of believing evil lies. And I was so tempted in this dark valley to take my own life. So in hindsight, I thank God for building that compassion in me. And ultimately the I Am Worthy series is the fruit of that because I recognize such a need when I started growing and healing from learning who I was and growing my self-worth the right way, the Lord just stirred me to also bring this to children. So collaborated with experts and, and brilliant minds and came up with this program. So I'm excited to talk about this because, uh, as I've said many times, and you and I have talked about this, the public schools are absolutely on fire. I mean, they're injuring our children, body, soul, mind, and spirit. And we've got a lot of kids that are struggling every single day in the schools. But I'm, I'm kind of, uh, as you're talking about your struggle as an adult, mm -hmm. it makes me think about all of the people that are listening to this right now. We're going to obviously focus on children because you're putting this into the schools and trying to get it in the hands of kids. But there are a lot of adults who, just like you, are hitting a wall at some point in their life. I think you know, it's easy for us to sort of gloss over childhood trauma. You know, a lot of us come from 
situations that were less than ideal and you think, oh, I'll just sweep it under the rug or, uh, you know, I'll be all right if I get if I'm in a good marriage or whatever. But the fact is this stuff really can come back to bite you if you haven't dealt with it. Is this something that adults can kind of sink their teeth into? I mean, how do you how do you speak to the, the parent? Because we're going to talk about the kids. But how do you speak to the parent who's struggling in their own right? And how do you how do you help a struggling parent help a struggling kid? I'm so glad you said that, because one of the things we're discovering and those who've had a you know chance to beta test the content here is that as you're going through this, the very first module we came up with is for middle school. So sixth, seventh and eighth. So it is on their level. It's addressing issues that we go through at that age. But what ends up happening is we as parents sort of relive that and get reparented in new messages. So much of our hurt came back in those teen years. And so while I do have plans in place to first create an elementary level curriculum for early elementary and older elementary, that's the very thing we're raising funds for now. And then subsequently, I would love to have a module just for adults. But I'll tell you, going through it with your child will help heal you. And I know even in writing it, watching the videos over and over like I have, because it is a video-based curriculum, it is one of the tools the Lord has really used to heal me, even though it is not faith-based. It was so neat actually to be challenged to teach these concepts with math and science and logic, and uh, especially that first uh, affirmation. It is based on 21 affirmations, I should say that. And the very first one is, I am meant to be and my life matters. And it's amazing how many of us are walking around, like you said, even as adults, questioning if we're even meant to be, does my life matter? So yeah, it works for students and adults. I love that. And you've said, because I want want the audience to understand, your your target uh, audience here is middle school in the public school, correct? Absolutely. This is for public school. Of course, it can be used in homeschool, private school. It is very easy to add the faith element to it. But even if we have kids, we, we teach them right out of the Bible. That's part of their homeschooling and what have you. It is so advantageous for them to watch these videos and hear about the science and the math and these logical things that support the very things that the Bible says. Yeah, it's good to, to uh, have an option because what's in the schools right now is something called social emotional learning. I've addressed it many times here at the show and it is injuring our children and SEL is in everything. I mean, it is in math, it is in writing, it is in language. I just had a mom write in the other day and she told me, listen, I don't know what you're talking about. SEL is not in my child's school. And I was like, uh, yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. If your school is uh, connected at all, with the National Educators Association, then SEL is in your school. And this really is sort of counter to that, right? It's almost the counterculture of SEL. So what makes your program, I Am Worthy, different from other programs that are sort of targeting the same thing in children? Well, first of all, um, thanks for say, stating all those facts, because we really do need to know that as parents. But SEL, if I could summarize it in one word, ironically, while it's touted as building our children up, it is dehumanizing. So many of things that are being taught, they're actually cheapening, lessening, decreasing the value of how we see ourselves. Secondly, when it comes to character building programs, there's such an emphasis on behavior modification and teaching these principles of how we should behave. Well, what I Am Worthy does is it goes to the core issue of self-worth. What do I believe about my value? Because let's face it, when we feel worthless, we tend to make worthless decisions and treat other people like they don't matter much. And so the last 
thing that our kids need is messaging that, again, that they're just all they have to go by is instinct, um, that you're just an advanced animal. Again, these are dehumanizing things and certainly trying to add in these political agendas just contaminates. So we've identified 21 affirmations, core beliefs. And what's so neat is they can really be used as a diagnostic tool because if I believe these things to be true about myself, it is proven that I will be mentally emotional, mentally and emotionally resilient and tend to treat myself and others well. Conversely, if I don't believe these things, I will tend to be mentally and emotionally fragile and unstable Whereas, um, and I will treat people, mistreat people and that. So it has been so neat to see how you can go through this list of 21 affirmations and get to like number five or six, you know, I am worthy of healthy affection is one of them. And all of a sudden it's like, wait, I, that doesn't feel true to me. So it, it's these universal truths that are true no matter your lifestyle, because Heidi, we have intrinsic value. We have intrinsic value. How sad that we would teach philosophies that you're worth more if you contribute more to society. Now we're not teaching that you can do no wrong. We're not teaching that there's no such thing as right and wrong. Absolutely not. As a matter of fact, one of our affirmations is that I take responsibility for my actions and learn from my mistakes. We're absolutely teaching that, but we're teaching an intrinsic worth that says you don't have to be rich or famous or the most popular kid in school in order to feel good about yourself. So the opposite of social media. So it's the opposite of what the culture says. It's the opposite of what Hollywood says. It's the opposite of what Lizzo says. It's the opposite. And we know as believers that our worth comes from God who said, I created you in my image, that we are image bearers. I love that you brought up that the schools are teaching our kids that they're really nothing more than an advanced animal. And when we see ourselves as nothing more than an animal, then no wonder we've got kids walking around who are acting like animals. And this is absolutely where it comes from. How does this issue, so this is huge in the culture right now, um, self-worth, because self-worth has everything to do with our identity, and our identity is what's in the crosshairs right now. Gender identity is what we hear about in the news all the time, transgenderism. Can we become, now we're talking about transhumanism. Uh, I just listened to an interview with with a, a teenage kid the other day who believes he can be something other than a human being if he just wills himself to be. And this is really important. So how does the issue of self-worth tie into something like gender identity? Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, let me give you a quick backstory on my own life experience. Um, I remember being four and five years old and hating dresses. 
My big sister wanted to put a ponytail and a bow and I would just run. I absolutely loathed the thought of a dress, loved wearing baggy clothes and jeans. So had I been a young child in today's culture, I would have been a poster child of what they would have called, you know, transgender, gender confused and what have you. But I can tell you as a more objective adult that what was going on is I was raised in a fatherless home. I felt unprotected. I decided in agreement with the evil one that femininity is weak. How can I kick your butt in a dress and fancy heels? So I need to basically take on manhood in order to protect myself. And I didn't need someone to come along and say, oh, let's celebrate that you believe that. Let's change your name from Laura to Larry. You're so brave. What I needed and what eventually happened for me is I came to understand, first of all, you know, on a faith level that I have a God who protects me and I do have a heavenly father. But secondly, we can be a hundred percent feminine and a hundred percent fierce. And I don't have to reject my femininity. So this is where I'm going with this. When we talk about the issue of self-worth, you can't want to be an opposite or another gender, another species without rejecting what you are. Why would we celebrate that as acceptance? The very nature of it is rejection. And when we love children and we want to help children, we want to get to the root and ask good, caring questions of what is that lie you're believing about yourself that's making you want to escape who you are instead of embracing it. That is brave. That is rational. Embracing who we are and um, self-worth is at the center of that. It's so interesting, you know, you say, and you're, t- and it's right, right? That's brave. Like in a culture that gives transgenderism, I mean, I think it's a fad. I think we're going to look back, you know, 20 years from now and go, wow, you know, that, that we've injured, look at us. We've injured an entire generation of children who are not going to recover from this simply because we've made medical interventions normal now. And we're talking about things that uh, 25 years ago would have been considered absolutely horrific. But the fact of the matter is it, to stand up against that, that takes guts right now. That is brave. That is what our kids need to hear is that you guys are beautiful in the body in which God made you. And you came and I you keep I keep, you know, call me old fashioned, but I keep hearing veggie tales in my head. You know, God made you special and he loves you very much. Our kids need to hear it as parents. We're talking about instilling godly character in our kids, this is the the conversation at, you know, at many moms groups all over the place. I know I've heard it many times here at Seedlings at Firmly Planted Family. And we want to instill godly character in our kids. What are some essentials that we can sometimes overlook while we're trying to do this? Yeah, well, a lot of times we are so focused on principles, which we need to instill those. And we talk a lot to our kids about how to treat other people, but we don't necessarily take the time to ask how they feel about themselves. What do you see in the mirror? What do you agree with about yourself? And once again, it is helpful to have a diagnostic, these affirmations and say, does this not not just in your mind, but in your heart, does this feel true? Um, And then also, I'd say right in line with that, you already pointed this out. We are destined to repeat unhealthy patterns of behavior when we're not healed in our self-worth. So if I have a performance orientation, for example, and I base my worth on performance, guess what I'm going to do to my kids? I'm going to base their worth on performance. I'm going to push that at the expense of their intrinsic value. So the best thing we can do as parents is heal, which takes God and faith and intentionality, but heal our own sense of self-worth. So we're not repeating those patterns, which we may very well discover came from our parents and that came from their parents and breaking those cycles. um, So we're restored and whole in our identity. The enemy's mean. He's an accuser. And he loves to talk to us about us in very degrading ways. 
He's known as the slanderer toward God. So he's always misrepresenting God. So getting back to those core questions of how do you see God? How do you see yourself? And then that will point to how they see and treat others. I wonder, you know, as I'm, you know, we're talking about what it looks like in the culture right now for our young people to be growing up in such a confusing time. And there are a lot of parents who are really struggling to navigate this right now. And I think even for parents, you know, I've, I've raised almost completely now seven children and I look back, it's easy for me to look back and go, well, I screwed that up or I didn't do this. I didn't do this as well as I'd hoped it would. I want parents to understand because there's a lot of people listening to this right now whose kids have already grown up and you can look back and go, well, shoot, I wish I'd had access to that. I wish I would have understood that. But the fact is, is that God, God loves to make beautiful things out of broken people. Uh, Laura, you are a beautiful example of that. I am an example of that. God is the healer. So whether your kids are 12 or they're 24, God is always at work in the lives of your kids. And I think it's important for parents to remember that as people who are listening to this, you know, across all spectrums of parenting and children and grandchildren, even how can listeners really benefit from what you're doing uh, from I am worthy and really help you get this into the hands of young people? Well, first, I love what you said, and it is never too late. It is always healing to go back and repent to our kids. I have my oldest is 25 years old and say, man, this just hit me the other day. I want to repent to you for that. And we can also say, guess what I learned? You know, wish I would have taught you this at 12, but hey, let me speak this into you. You know, it is never too late for that in that sense. And then as far as I am worthy goes, we are selling it. We are selling it for schools and we have a home-based program to watch these videos um, at schools. It's about two minutes a day. There's a daily format because that repetition and daily dose of truth is so essential. And then for homes, it's a weekly, just a once a week format. And at worthyprogram.com, you can buy that and it's delivered by email and there's journal pages, there's discussion questions. It's meant to be turnkey for busy families. And it's amazing to start getting these kids. Right now we have the middle school curriculum available to start to get them to even think on that level of what do I believe? Why do I believe it? Even in psychology, they acknowledge the mean critical voice. So we refer to that. You can you can talk about that being demonic, but for public schools, again, this is not faith-based. And so we're able to allow them to start recognizing that mean voice. There's so many virtues and life lessons woven into these 21 affirmations. So number one would be making use of the module we already have. Number two would be getting in touch with me at Laura at worthyprogram.com and sponsoring, helping to support the creation of the elementary, younger and older elementary modules that we are currently raising funds for, because we want to put out really quality videos for that. It's so important that we learn to distinguish between the voice of the accuser and the voice of the Holy Spirit. I'm always telling moms, listen, uh, the Spirit of God will always speak to you in tones of conviction. So even if you've sinned, you've done something wrong, the Holy Spirit's going to lift you up. And the enemy is going to push you down. The enemy is going to say, you screwed that up. You're never going to fix that. Your kids are never going to recover. Uh, this is something you can't recover from. And God's voice is always going to say, hey, I got you can do better. Mm-hmm. Come back to me. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the voice of the Lord. And so distinguishing uh, between the voice of conviction, which is the Holy Spirit, and the voice of condemnation, which is always the accuser of our, of our soul. So important. It's a useful uh, it's a useful skill. We need it in every season of life. 
You've been writing for a long time. And, you know, I found out about you, interestingly enough, through my daughter, Summer, Mm -hmm. who read the book, The Delusion. And on one of our many road trips as a family and my husband and I were talking about it this morning because most of our kids are grown now. Summer, I think, is 21 years old. And, you know, I've just graduated our sixth from our homeschool. But I was thinking about the impact that it made on her. And I'm curious how your delusion novel series correlates with I am worthy. Yes. Well, that's a great question. And she was so sweet all those years ago to reach out. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And I'm working on a fourth and and have a fifth book in my heart. So that series continues, but it really highlights the spiritual warfare aspect and shows it's like a modern version of Frank Peretti's This Present Darkness. Again, just much more uh, modern than that. But um, it, it personifies that demonic world and how that works. But we also need these very practical tools like I Am Worthy for schools. Schools are the battleground and we don't have to sit on the sidelines just waiting and doing nothing. I know it would be great if we could go in there with our Bible and our scriptures, but we're, we're respecting the fact that that's not how it's done. And again, we've just been really blessed to do this in such a creative way. So they complement each other so well because even the enemy himself, he's exploiting what we don't believe about ourselves, our shame, our broken sense of self-worth. So anytime that's strengthened, it is disarming him. And to your point, they learn to recognize his voice. So you could say that whereas the delusion series is really that spiritual warfare piece, I am worthy is the practical side of walking that out And it has the potential to quite literally blanket our nation and beyond. Wow. I love it. I love your work, Laura Gallier. Thank you so much for coming on the show. People can find you at worthyprogram.com. Is that correct? That's correct. And then also lauragallier.com is my like main website there. So both of those. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Laura. It's great to see you as always. Thank you. If you guys want more information on Laura Gallier and her amazing program, go to worthyprogram.com. I will link back to all of these things in the show notes today, her book series and all the things. So if you're driving, put down your pencil, don't get in an accident, head on over to the show notes and I will link back to all things Laura Gallier in the show notes today. I want to thank you guys for listening, for leaving reviews for the show. It really encourages us and it helps us get the show out to many other people. We just hit 21 million downloads yesterday morning, so we're excited to see the show continue to grow. If you guys have a question for me, you can reach out to me at HeidiStDawn.com forward slash Mailbox Monday. Have a great day, everybody. Love your people well. And I'll see you back here again at the intersection of faith and culture.